bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, we're coming up toward the end of September, you still have a little bit of time. You might have a little bit of time to sign up for the Black Business Give Back sponsored by 1017 The Truth and Associated Bank. Keep trying because if you didn't make it last time, you can make it this time. We get a reset on the first, which is this Saturday. And so Monday, bright and early, you'll be able to sign up again. Be one of the first 10 businesses to sign up at blackbusinessgiveback.com. If your business is selected, you win two thousand dollars worth of free commercial advertising on the truth again go to blackbusinessgiveback.com to be eligible you must be in business for at least a year and be in milwaukee county black business give back is sponsored by 1017 the truth and associated bank member fdic by the way we want to tell associated bank thank you because they're a founding partner of the new 1017 the truth together we're committed like black business give back to uplifting local organizations, making and supporting black-owned businesses, making them happen. Whatever your financial needs are, Associated Bank can help. Member FDIC. 833-212-1017 is the number. Uh, currently, it is 55 degrees. It's sunny. Winds are from the northeast at 11 miles per hour. However, tomorrow... Um, we're looking at partly cloudy, uh, 10% chance of rain, uh, high is 61, low is 47. Tonight, the low is supposed to get around 44 degrees. And for tomorrow morning, there is actually a frost advisory in effect. So make sure you're like bundled up. If you get them kiddos going to school, make sure you get them taken care of. 833-212-1017 is the number. Craig, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? I'm well, my brother. Hope that to the truth nation out there, and um, just calling about your uh, your question on whether an individual should represent themselves in the justice system. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but were you speaking specifically of the the murder case with this guy Daryl, or just in general? Both. Both. Is there an instance um, where you would represent yourself, and is there an instance where you absolutely wouldn't represent yourself? What do you think? Well, based on my own experiences, I would um, suggest to people that they don't if they don't have to. But when you asked the question, it brought to mind um, a question that I'd have for you. What is a person to do when their rights have been violated? Um, and they can't get an attorney to represent them, you know, particularly civil, you know, ah, um, okay. in the criminal, in the criminal case, you know, um, court, um, you know, the, the government will provide you with an attorney Correct. if you can't afford one. Right. And I think that that is something, you know, I know that there are um, nonprofit organizations that are working on trying to get the, the U.S. government and the court system to provide um, counsel for individuals in civil cases as well who cannot afford a case because of the difficulty. Okay, you know it's it's something you know, and I've been involved in a. I, I think I've shared this with you previously. Um, I've been involved in a medical malpractice case that I've had to fight for my own right for the past six years. Okay. Um, and it is, you know, a result of not being able to get an attorney because attorneys, by and large, are not taking medical malpractice cases, particularly in Wisconsin, any longer because of this the non-economic damages right. Right. cap. Pardon? But because of the ceiling, they I mean, put a cap on it. Correct. And, you know, throughout the country, um, that is, I think there's like 42 out of the 50, you know, two states or, you know, 51 states that don't, that, that have that cap. Right. Um, not every state has it, but um, that presents a problem. And, and in Wisconsin in particular, you know, since it, this law has been on the book since 75. Right. Um, but here in particular, um, it's causing more people to have to abandon their rights rather than to be able to um, have Article 1 be an option for them to redress and remedy for wrongs when they have had their rights violated, whether it's through, um, and for you know, the medical malpractice, but there are other times when this happens, when an attorney doesn't think they're going to make enough money from it. And that's the situation with the, um, the medical malpractice cap is that I've talked to a hundred of different attorneys, not just in Wisconsin, but those who are out of state who can practice here. And they've all told me they just didn't think they could make enough money because of the length of time that this type of case takes for one. Um, and then, you know, the, the cost involved in, in fighting a medical malpractice case, even with representation. Um, you know, and so I just think that that's an issue that the country really needs to address, you know, the, the legislature, um, because it leaves people with no recourse. And then it leaves some people with permanent injuries that, you know, have to go through the rest of their lives or with um, family members who have died from medical malpractice. And this cap really provides then for the medical industry, the medical profession, um, basically like a, a, a safe harbor 
if those, if those people can't get an attorney and then that doctor gets off, you know, scot-free, you know, for, for negligence. Correct. And that's something that, uh-huh. you know, go on. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think what, what is distressing about it is that you can't, in, in order to, I don't even know if you can go federal on a lawsuit like that. Um, oh, you can. And, you unless can. No unless there's a, well, you have unless, both of those options. Right, right, right. But unless there's a, well, but you know, first you got to go through all the steps and exhaust all your remedies. And that's, that's part of the problem because when you set, Wisconsin lawmakers put $750,000 cap, non-economic damages, medical malpractice. Mm-hmm. The statute applies to each occurrence of medical malpractice, no matter how many defendants were involved. So if you had 20 people that were involved, they would have to, if they won, they would have to divide 750000 Well, technically they wouldn't because a third of that would go to the lawyer. And then the lawyer is going to deduct any expenses. You might get $1,000 maybe. Well, each occurrence. So I, when you're talking about that, that sounds like something more along the lines of uh, a a situation where you've got a class action. When you're talking about that many people, for, particularly for medical malpractice. Correct. But you know, if if there was a situation, like for example, with this um, uh, mesothelioma right um, lawsuit, right? You know, that wasn't necessarily medical malpractice. But it it has injured people in the medical yeah, realm, right? And so, right. And the same with this uh, recent one, this Camp Lejeune thing with the toxic water, right? You know, and so that's a negligence situation where you know you've got a class action, and the the award is so you know enormous that these these um, you know, military people, you know, they're saying there's a significant, you know, award for each one of them right. based on their own individual case. But then in a class action, each individual has to, you know, basically join that lawsuit Correct. as an individual, you know, but, but typically most medical malpractice, from what I've understood and read, um, it's, you know, either a family or an individual, you know, um, involved in that situation where they've gone to see their doctor the doctor did not provide him with the minimum standard of care. An injury, you know, occurred afterwards, and then that individual goes looking for an attorney right. to represent him. Okay, and you know, they come to a situation where the, that, this attorney is saying, "Well, like you mentioned, the seven hundred fifty thousand that is just now. There is no cap on the economic damages, you know, but right. the economic covers lost wages and medical expenses and things mm-hmm. like that." But, but but then again that'll be but that'll be picked up by the insurance company, and so I'm Who's assuming insurance company. Well, depends. Well, I'm saying if something happens, for example, there was a case in Wisconsin. This we, we don't we, we don't have a lot of time uh, uh, to go into it, but okay, yeah. right, right, right. But you know, so I'm just saying that to me, the equivalence I give mm-hmm. you an equivalence of of someone doing this on their own. It's like saying go to an airport get the manual for flying one of these jetliners right. and then flying an international flight by yourself, never having been a pilot, never having had a lesson. And this, but this is what the court expects if you come into it as a pro se litigant. Right. And to me, that's wrong because your, well, your rights have been violated 
and the Constitution says your rights are supposed to be recognized, respected, you know, and, and equal protection and all of that. But when you're in the system, that is not the way it plays out. And they will take advantage of you. That, well, I don't know if they'll take advantage of you, but I think that you have to make sure you're not taken advantage of. And it's it's a poor system, and there's something we have to do about it to change it. Thanks, Craig, for your call. Um it's un, it's unfortunate that things like that happen. It's unfortunate that that particular system and the civil system is a system unto itself. It's a system that's just different. And um, there I look at it that law, there's lawyers seem to be in cahoots with each other as a really and I know I'm not bashing lawyers. But they seem to be in cahoots with each other when the judge decides this is how much money your 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 life is worth. This is how much money we think the person would have um, earned because they passed away in their life and their all that. It, it's just it's just unfortunate that that we put a number on a life instead of making that particular family or person whole. But that's the system we have. And so unless you vote people in that are going to change the system, then that is exactly what we get. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm just doing some stuff. Kyle looking at me like, what are you doing and what song are you singing? What are you doing? 833-212-1017 is the number. We, we've, we've gone through a litany of this Daryl Brooks representing himself in court. I'm, I think it's dumb, but it was out of the judge's hands. The judge couldn't do anything about it. He presented his argument. It was sound. And she said, yes, pretty much guaranteed to go to jail. I'm just saying again, I would not take. Money on whether or not he's guilty. I would place money on how long the sentence is. Like whoever can come close enough for how long he spends in jail. Because at some point. The judge may have to declare a mistrial. And then what? I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Not my issue. What is it? Not my clown, not my circus, not my monkey, not my clown. One of them. 833-212-1017. John said, Court TV is still around. They're showing court cases live stream as of late because of COVID. As long as you can find the Zoom link to which branch he is in, it can probably be seen. Hmm. I'm going to have to check that out. Are we going to play that live on the air? The Daryl Brooks trial live on the truth. No, we're not doing that. (laughs) You say somebody else can do that. 
Really? You don't care about what happens in our community? Oh, my bad. It's my bad. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Bokasha. Okay. Those people are as important as we are in Milwaukee County. Stop. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm not going to tell you what Southside Frank said. All I can say is he apologized for it and said it was in bad taste. He's in a mood. Love the show. Please don't block me. Should we block Southside Frank? He said some pretty risque stuff in the chat, but it was in the chat. It was it was a really bad joke that I'm never going to say on the air because like people that know Southside Frank will probably stop speaking. <laughs> Southside Frank, but we're not going to do that to you, Frank. We're not going to even read it. We, 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 we understand, brother. Sometimes we say things. Um, now, Mr. Madee, we got to talk to Mr. Madee because Mr. Madee said, I can't harass his future wife, Miss Sandra. I'm trying to find out how old Mr. Madee is because we got we to gotta talk about that. Uh, yeah. But going back to it, uh, even dipping down, um, take, a, take a slight break and look at what's going on in uh, – Florida, because now the storm has moved into, or should I say deeper into Florida, and it's about 100 and 150 some odd, 120 some odd miles from Orlando. And uh, Miami's getting wind at about 20 miles an hour, and it's gusting at 33. So it's, it's, it's going to see... Um, yeah, it's still a Category 4. And so it's still having wind gusts up to 150, 157 miles an hour. So all I can say is thank goodness for that. But regarding the weather, do you think that um, our last few summers have been pretty mild? And by the way, I want to say it again. Congratulations to Scotty for being the winner of the 5K. He's now qualified to possibly win on Friday during the uh, – Sherwin Hughes show. So make sure you listen between 10 and one. Um, I wonder, so I haven't checked the almanac. I don't know whether or not people use, you know, poor Richard's almanac and all that, but um, growing up, they've been pretty accurate. I know young, actually young people know about almanacs. It's, it's the most, most of the Gen X and older millennials have no idea what like, do you use Poor Richard's Almanac? Have you read? Do you know what that is? Wow. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. So one of the things Poor Richard's Almanac does is it it forecasts weather, tells things that are going to occur in the future, and it's been pretty darn accurate. And um, I think we in Wisconsin haven't had a really good winter. Now, don't don't blame me when the snow comes, but we haven't had a pretty good winter in quite a while. And so my question is, do you think we're going to have a heavy winter or a winter that's, you know, mild again? I hope we have a mild winter. But then again, I'd love some snow so I could take off work. I would like I would really love some snow if I could take off work because then I can just chill at home, do my radio show do my work online. All right, so I'll just put it out there. 833-212-1017. Which do you prefer, heavy snow or heavy rain? 
I prefer snow. Piled high and deep, preferably. So that I don't have to go to work. I don't have to do anything. Load up the house with food. And then we're rolling out of here. That's just me, though. I enjoy that. Hanging out at home, watching TV. Now, if my cable goes out, or if my streaming goes if my Wi-Fi goes out, we're going to have an issue. As long as I got Wi-Fi, I'm your guy. That's what goes on. But that's just me. 833-212-1017 is the number. Just checking out these news updates. Um, so he's still going to represent himself. Um, there's some issues going. So these issues that are going on throughout the Milwaukee area, right? This just in, a 16-year-old boy was shot near the Delta Hotel in Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. Police say he's taken to the hospital, being treated for serious injuries in stable condition. Incident caused Case High School, which is near the hotel, to be on temporary lockdown. Police say students were released from school without incident, and the investigation is ongoing. Earlier, there's a shooting at a food place down in Greenfield. At what point are we going to realize that we actually do need the police? Like, at, at what point are we going to stop this ridiculous, get rid of the police, we don't need the police? But when you have a shooting at Myers in Greenfield, in the parking lot, 1030 in the morning, something needs to be done. And so we'll be talking about things like that this Friday at the Truth Roundtable. And you're free to, to email and send your calls in on the, send your calls in, send your uh, uh, questions in on the talk and text line. It's, it's important that we look at this. Talk and text line before we go to break. Craig said, Dr. Ken, I would also say there's too much corruption in the purported judicial system. Explain to me what you mean by that. The legal profession, just like the medical profession, seeks to protect their own and in the judicial system, unbridled discretion in some cases. But the people that have unbridled discretion are the ones we can't touch, judges and prosecutors. Um, Implicit and explicit bias. Well, everybody has that are a significant problem and you can't change implicit bias. You can change explicit bias. Implicit bias changes when you recognize that you have it. Then you can work on changing it. But other than that. There's not a lot of uh, change you're going to be able to make because what it comes down to is all the issues you have and all the bias many times don't come out of a person's mind. It comes out of their heart. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. 5.33 in the evening, September 28th. Everything is... Just got to take it easy. Calm down. Kyle finally working. They finally got Kyle working. Look at that. Look at that. They got Kyle working. DZ, you got him working? What's up? He pushed one button and said he did something. We training a new producer, Dr. Ken. Okay. Because he ain't did it in so long. What's his name again? Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Before we were talking, we were talking about all these shootings and all these things happening in the suburbs. What's up with the suburbs? Like police can't control the suburbs or something? Y'all can't keep them knucklehead people in the suburbs? I hate to say it. But I can say now about the suburbs the way they talk about Milwaukee. Send them people back to Ozaukee County. Send them back to Greenfield and Greendale and, and send them back to Mequon and Brown Deer. And, yeah. Let me quit. But going back to what Craig S. said. The system, I think, is okay. It's not great. It's not perfect. But it's all we got. The issue is the people in the system. We can't blame implicit and explicit bias and say, hey, we found out why. There are too many different things wrong with the system and the people in it for us to blame it. So when we say systemic racism, that doesn't make any sense to me. When we say systemic bias... That doesn't make any sense to me because we're blaming a system and then blaming the policies that are made when actually it's the application of those policies. It was the application of federal law regarding Jim Crow. It was the application of laws before Brown versus the Board of Education of Topeka, Kansas. Those were people who were taking something that was already codified and using it for their own volition. That's a problem. And until we change the minds and the hearts and how we train people to go into law, into the judiciary, that's what we're going to get. Boy, I was about to start a fight. Craig say regarding your response to implicit explicit bias, the question becomes this fair and impartial adjudication genuinely exists. It does. If you recognize that every single person in the system is biased and the fact that once you recognize and know what your bias is, that is when you can mitigate it. You can't get rid of implicit bias. It's how you were trained, how you grow up, how you live, what your parents did, your experiences, all those things play a part in implicit bias. The bias is implicit because it's yours. It's how you see. I see and perceive the world through a lens, multiple lenses that other people don't. That's why I get into arguments with people and we could be actually saying the same thing, but from two different lenses, it sounds different. If we talk about money and economics is your lens 
Everything about it, everything with it, how you use it, that is going to be key to you. If you look at it from a religious point of view, Christian or Islamic or Sikh or whatever, you may have a different take, a different look about economics and money and how you spend it and where you do it and whether or not you tithe and all those things that play a part in it. That's bias. There's nothing wrong with it, but you have to recognize it in yourself. Many people that are in the judiciary, many people that are in the court system in corrections recognize their bias. They're trained on it and they talk about it every day. The problem is the application of a policy when you don't know that you're biased or have implicit bias, you make decisions based on your experiences and all those things when in fact they could possibly be wrong. And that's why we have more than one person. That's why when you have a group that has to vote, you make sure it's an odd number so you don't get stuck in a 50-50 tie, those types of things. But when it comes to actually dealing with bias, it's tough. Fair and impartial, I think our system is about as as fair and impartial as we're possibly going to get. I, I think, I think we're, we're as close as we possibly can be. Unlike Russia, unlike, I don't know, Central America, Ecuador, who knows? I think we still have the best system in the world and you have the best rights in the world. 833-212-1017 is a number. Southside Frank said Benjamin Franklin published one of the first almanacs. I understand that. I remember that. <laughs> Stop. So I've heard this before. He said if a beaver's house has a disproportionate amount of material on the north side versus the south side, one can expect a colder than average winter. If you want more, I got plenty more. I'm a country boy. Or if you want more, I got plenty more country boy. Are you calling me a country boy? I'm not a country boy. I'm a city boy. I don't even lie about that. Like I don't even, I don't even pretend to, I am a city boy. My parents were born, both of them in Alabama. And then the families migrated to Chicago. I Wasn't born in the South. I was born in Chicago on the South side. I wonder if anybody could tell me the hospital I was born in. It's now John Stroger Hospital. It's the hospital where the first open heart surgery was done by Daniel Hell Williams. I wonder if anybody can tell me that. 833-212-1017. I guess that's my, my question for the day. But that's interesting. Benjamin Franklin did publish one of the. Uh, yeah, he did. He did publish one of the first almanacs. Interesting because much of it was based on folklore and old wives tales. And now we take it. We kind of take it as gospel. So. That's interesting to me. Eight, three, three, two, one, two, one, zero, 
1-800-273-1817 is the number. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Hey, don't forget, you can listen to us on the Truth app or right here at 1017thetruth.com. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. So, you know, when you get to the end of a show, things start to get like crazy and silly and ridiculous. But I have to tell you, um, I have to tell you something serious. I am dealing with... uh, the death of a friend. And so it's, it's been a tough day. It's been a hard day. Um, I found out this afternoon that a friend of mine died. And so, and so I wanted to share that with you, but it's in a different way. The green Eminem with the go-go boots is gone. And I'm upset about it. She gone. Mars removed the girl with the green go-go boots, Eminem chick, and replaced it with sneakers. And I'm upset about that. She did. And then on top of that, they picked the one color that I would never, ever, ever, well, one of the two colors, that I would never, ever, ever wear. One of them is red. What's the one they pick? A purple M&M. I'm done. The show is over. A purple M&M? Like, why would you eat something? Like, what would you even eat that was purple? Is there anything purple to eat? Lavender? Like, what is that? I got him good, didn't I? I got him. I got him. DZ, I got I got him good, didn't I? He was, he was, I had him. <laughs> oh, that's it? Did he just like wave me off like Negro, please? <laughs> I got him. I got him. I got you too, though. I mean, Purple has been in the works for a very long time, says Jane uh, Wang, global vice president of M&M's. This was about ensuring that the entire crew, the entire cast of Spokes Candies were reflecting the world we live in. How does purple reflect the world we live in? What is purple? You have ruined a brand. You have absolutely popped. 833-212-1017. Do you agree with this? A purple M&M. You've got to be kidding me. A purple Eminem. And and here's the kicker. This got so deep that Mars had a global vice president of M- is would you even hand somebody a card? Hey DZ, what do you do? Oh, I'm the global vice president of MMs. I'm the global vice president of like Mars Bars. What? 
He said purple is the color of royalty. I don't care. I don't care. A purple. So do you eat anything royal? No. Then why would we have a purple M&M? Makes absolutely no sense. None whatsoever. That's ridiculous. And I'm offended and I'm hurt that y'all got rid of my girl. And and the weird part about it, go-go boots are back in style. Go-go boots are literally back in style. So if go-go boots are back in style, why exactly did we get rid of the green M&M with go-go boots? That's insulting. Who do I call? I'm calling Jane. You know what? DZ, we need to get Jane Huang, H-W-A-N-G, Global Vice President of M&M's, on the phone right now. In the mid-1990s, people voted for blue to replace tan in bags of candy. That's racist. In 2002, M&M's once again asked people to vote this time for a color that would be added for just a limited time. Purple won, but didn't stick around for a long t- for a while. I'm sure. Online, people frequently said, why are there no more purple M&M's? Some bemoaned the missed opportunity in the 1990s to make purple a permanent addition to the lineup. Some even think the vote was rigged. Well, why not mauve? Why not teal? Let's have a teal imminent. Like, really? This has gotten out of hand. Been talking about royalty. I don't think so. What? What'd you got? Personal opinion? They should leave all the M&Ms brown. That's what I'm saying. Because all those colors and dyes, like, none of that's good for you anyway. Yeah, but you got to eat a lot of those in order to. Oh, that's your plan, to eat a lot of m and feel me? Gotcha. So I'm thinking, hey, okay. Dr. Ken, love me some chocolate. You're not alive long enough to eat that much chocolate and that much dye to have it have any effect on you. You can't. That's like red dye number two or ten or whatever the heck it was, red dye number five. Oh, we got to, if you want these pills, people are using it to make drugs, so we have to have it behind the counter. You know how much of that stuff you would need? If people don't notice that you bought that much red anything, they would know you were making drugs. Like they would look at you and go, oh, oh yeah, look, what? He must be making drugs, right? He has a whole cart full and it's still not enough. None. I, I'm just it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. Craig S said, I could literally take up your entire week of shows discussing this issue. But when our system works right, it is the best system. But when corruption and bias are imposed, the affected person believes it is the worst system on the planet. I agree with that 100 percent. When it works great, it works great. And when it doesn't. People suffer. And what do we do with that? 
<laughs> Southside Frank says, in nature, nothing is purple. So how they and what they extract in the color from? Dye. The only thing purple in life is flowers. It's dye. You have to actually make purple. You know what I'm saying? That's unfortunate. No, and I'm just teasing, of course. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Wow, say it isn't so, Doctor Ken. The green Eminem was my childhood crush. What a sad day indeed. Well, I'm just talking about the fact. Thank you for one four three three four. I'm just saying the fact that they took the go-go boots. Like, who does that? Who does that? Now, if you could have put them in two-tone sneakers like these, right? If you could have put green in some two-tone green sneakers, I could work with that. You know, like like the Alpha shoes from Allen Edmonds, the black gold with the white sole. I could work with that. Little white sneakers. No more high heel boots. And and the weird part about it, you think you're updating it when every single thing they wore is now back in style. Except what are those plastic shoes people wear that a lot of nurses wear? What are those? Prokeeds. Those are the dumbest shoes I've ever seen in my entire life. Bet you won't slip, though. I don't care. I won't wear them either. (laughs) So I don't have to bother with slipping. It makes absolutely no sense that you would buy plastic shoes. Like, what? what? And here's the kicker. They have holes in them. So, really, you're buying less. I, I, I just, I'm in the wrong game. I'm in the wrong business. Oh, you're talking about Crocs, Dr. Ken. Crocs. I thought you were talking about yeah. the old nurse's shoes. Oh, like no, the, not the pro-keys with the straps. Oh, no. Oh, no, no you're talking no, about no, the Crocs. No, no. Yeah, I can't go for the Crocs. No, no. People have gotten hurt in those shoes because your foot won't move, and you go to move and something, and you go the wrong way. You end up twisting your knee, twisting your ankle. Your knee goes, but your foot won't slip, That's I right. swear. That's right. You won't have a job either because you can't work. Man. Now, you're talking about Crocs. Yep. Yes, I am. Do say radishes. Benton say radishes, eggplants. Those are all plants. I said plants are the only thing that turn. Man, I said plants, dude. Come on, bro. Missy said, hello, was it Provident Hospital? Ding. Missy get a ding. Missy get a ding. Yes, it was Provident Hospital in Chicago where I was born, where the infamous Dr. Daniel Hale Williams did the first open heart transplant. That's where I was born. Right there in Stony Island Park. Is it Stony Island Park? What is it? I forget what they call it. Down by the Midway Plaisance. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I want to say thank you to DZ. Kyle was around here somewhere causing trouble today. Um, never miss a show by streaming us on multiple platforms that you map. Spotify tune in. He going to get you back. <laughs> Stitcher Apple Podcast. I'm done. <laughs> Tori Lowe shows up next. I think something coming up. Um, otherwise, you're listening to DZML in the morning. It is 7 o'clock and I'm somewhere asleep. God bless. Take care. I'll see you in 22. <laughs>